Welcome on in, queers and peers. We are here. She's here. I'm here. Franco's here. We're all Hi. here. Hi. We're present. Happy New Year's, everyone. Let's see, Franco. Huh? I, I was I was gonna have you say present. You know, like when, oh, like you know how in school. Okay. Were you a were you a here person? Like when the teacher would ch- like read the names, or would you here. say present? I was a here. I wasn't a pretentious bitch. <laughs> Present. What the fuck? <laughs> Present. What the fuck? Here, feel, bitch. I always feel like those people, the people that would do that were usually like the overachievers, like the teacher's pets and like I was a teacher's pet, but never that like that. Not to that extent. Well, here's the thing. By like, well, you I by think the time I think I got you to d- middle school, I wasn't a teacher's pet. Well, I think is that you would naturally catch the teacher's attention. Yeah. And like like the they were your the teacher was your pet because like they would like you they loved me and so like it wasn't like you were trying to be the teacher's pet Uh or the teacher's favorite like Uh bitches had to try i will say in in elementary school i did try but like it was more so like i would do good in 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 class you know like i'd follow the rules i wouldn't like rat people out but i would just do my work follow the rules (laughs) Do what I had to do. I was there to do what You'd I had like, to the, do. The cookie crumbles on its own. I don't have to. Right. I don't have to mess the foundation. People, people act foolish on their own. I don't need to do none of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say here or yeah. just raise my hand like, why yeah. do I have to say present? Yeah. That just wasn't me. It wasn't my style. That seemed just like a little too extra, a little too, making yourself a little too available. You know what? That's, that's a little weird coming from you because- you're the one that's like all fucking middle class. Oh my god! Using big words, kind of shit that don't don't know the using definition. Using shit to. that I don't understand, that exactly. I don't know the meaning <laughs> exactly. of. Exactly, exactly. That's true. That is true. That is also me. I have there. There are many facets to me. I'm I'm very complex. There are layers. Are you really? Yeah. Mm. Remember, like or Shrek. You, just you know how Shrek bitch, they you have talk. a lot of faces. <laughs> Do you remember how, like in Shrek, they talk about like the layers? Onions? Yeah, I'm like an onion. Um, onions have layers. Okay. Or you're just a bitch that has a lot of faces. <laughs> you're a two-faced bitch. <laughs> um, you're a what is that? Or thing or, or, a hydra? or or because like or am I more like a cake? You know, cakes have layers, but they're also like very sweet. You know, that's me. Like, no. Bitch, I'm like I'm, I'm pretty sure people have heard the shit you talk about here and you're not sweet i could honestly like replace sammy from jersey shore because like sweetheart you know sweetie like that's me like i'm like a cake was she really a sweetheart no she wasn't but exactly there you go (laughs) it's like so you own it's like like when you have to claim you're something then you're Mm -hmm. probably not yeah yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. so so do you think an onion then am i more an onion than a cake you don't think i'm a cake you don't think I'm a sweetie? I, I think you're a hydra. Is that what it is? The one that has a lot of heads? A what? Because the dragon, right? Is that what it is? Because you cut off its head and then it grows another. That's a hydra, right? I don't know. You're 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 more of an expert on I philosophical so. creatures than I am. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna take your word for it because yeah, because that's, that's also my... <laughs> that's also the Marvel thing. That's why they're called hydra because you get rid of one, but there's more. Oh, is that? Yeah, oh. I think that's why they. To call themselves Hydra. Wow! So any Marvel, Marvel gays out there, you've just learned a little something because I didn't fucking. Know. <laughs> if they're Marvel gays, I'm pretty sure they knew. I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know because you're didn't. not a Marvel. Well, gay. I mean, 
you claim again you claim to be something you're not <laughs> stop in the year of 2024 we're gonna stop doing that we're gonna stop pretending like we're you know fans of anything when we don't really know anything <laughs> okay i just didn't know the creature i just like i didn't know what but now that you say that like okay that makes yeah. that makes sense but that's what you are you're hydra you're a hydra because you have a lot of a lot of heads which have a lot of faces and you're a multiple face person. I just, I'm adaptable. Sure. <laughs> you know what? How about this in 2024? How about you stop getting sick? I'd like to. Let's Thank- stop that. I'd like to, to be honest with you. I'm tired of being sick. So for what? The fourth year? Fourth year in a row. Well, no. Last year, well, I did not get sick. I could oh well yeah yeah my mom but, is in the you hospital know, you've, you have just been but, a person of but misfortune. the reason but the reason why i didn't get sick i'm gonna say the reason why is because we weren't around people because i think christmas we spent it here at home mm-hmm. and then new year we spent it here at home as well because we didn't gather with everybody i don't know why we didn't gather last year i think my mom just wanted to spend it with like us yeah and so well, i think i think she was really sick and she was also very sick so she couldn't really go anywhere and so you know so i but, think that's what helped i wasn't around a lot of people yeah but the two years even prior to that yeah sick. you were sick 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 as a victorian <laughs> child <laughs> and then this sickly. year sick. and then this year sick listen i don't even know also, happy birthday to me. Thank you, Gabe, for telling me happy birthday. <laughs> I um, was working up to it, you dumb bitch. Yeah, okay. I was obviously working up, up because we were talking first... about New Year's and how you were sick. So, like, yeah. you know, what's after New Year's? Your birthday. So, yeah. we were okay. heading there. Okay. Well, anyways, happy birthday to me. And I was sick for my birthday. Old for bitch. Like, yeah, old bitch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, somebody told me I look like I'm 28. And I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> You're like 32, yeah. Like, <laughs> 32, yeah. <laughs> like you're done. Yeah. Do you feel 32? I mean, I feel the same. I feel the same old bitch that I was two <laughs> years ago because I feel old. I'll tell you that. I, I don't feel old. My body feels old. If yeah. that makes sense. I feel young. Like I feel in my alive. mind. Yeah. In, in my mind, I feel alive. I want to go out and party and I, fuck I, shit up. I start to understand why girls, like, why people just start feeling the fantasy and the delusion. Because, like, up here, like, you yeah. know, you're just, like, something else in your mind yeah. versus, like, what your body what <laughs> is my body capable is of me, <laughs> What my body is telling me. My body, by, like, 9 p.m., it's like, if we don't go out anymore, we're just going to stay home. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I honestly have to, like, probably settle on something by, like, 8 o'clock. Otherwise, I'm just like, you know what? Like. It's just not the response happen. is too much. Yeah. The, the effort, effort is, is too, too much. much. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I really want to go out to ha- have shitty people? Yeah. Just be shitty? It's kind of like when you go on your computer and like you're going to put it to shut down. But you know how like it takes a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how it starts closing out the programs and stuff. That's what my body starts doing mm-hmm. when it starts hitting that eight, nine o'clock hour. It's like, all right, bitch, we're starting to shut down. So if you're. If you're not going to go out, this is it. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to fall asleep. Yeah. You're going to shut down. You know what it is? It's kind of like when you're watching porn and you're trying to decide on a good one. And you <laughs> keep scrolling through it. And eventually you just end up jerking off to whatever you find. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. It's like you either decide on something and go or you don't go at all. Yeah. You know, because 
it just it doesn't work yeah so i think we just need to just start living in delusion and just yeah you know yeah live in our heads yeah for sure but yeah 32 has been great for me i've been sick for the past few days i've been sick since the first you've been sick new for year's, too long new year's day and then just barely yesterday i started feeling better like i had a really bad sore throat i felt like i got fucked in the throat like by <laughs> two huge dicks because i i kid you not bruised like your esophagus my, bruised my, my my neck hurt to even just turn my head and all that bitch what dick did i suck on that was like did jesus come and fuck me yeah in the mouth or something because had like a scary movie two moment yeah <laughs> the the uh, ghost of christmas past yeah came and you know fucked my throat because it felt like disgusting i couldn't even really talk and i was like what's going on so you know that was that that was my birthday again another year i didn't get to celebrate amazing love that i mean i celebrated it on the first <laughs> which is very traditional for i think you, a lot of my birthdays like we either celebrated the day before like on new year's day after the new year's eve celebration while the decorations are still up and it's like oh here bring a cake or we'll celebrate like a week after my birthday and then just like oh here you go a small little get together people the way that people can change their name legally i feel like you should be allowed to change your birthday but like can i move it to like a month later because the way that <laughs> the way that january 2nd just does not seem to work out for you mm -hmm. i think you need to like file a motion to get it moved yeah be like yeah. listen every year i'm gonna be a like look i age on this day but i party on this day I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna change it. I'm just gonna leave it like as is. I'm be like. I'm this many. This is when I turn, whatever year I turn, and this is the day I party hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's not act like we haven't been identifying. Like, even though our birthday is on a certain day, we're like, oh, I identify with. On, even though our birthday is on a certain day, mm -hmm. we were like, oh, I identify it on this day because this is when I celebrate. Like, bitch, we move our birthday to be like, oh, it's going to have to line up like on a Friday, Saturday. So like we like mm -hmm. we might like acknowledge our birthday on the actual day that it is. Mm -hmm. But we're like, we identify with it on this day. We're cutting the cake on my actual birthday and then I'm eating cake on a different day. You know, <laughs> I'm cutting it and then eating it some some other day. <laughs> See, I mean, everybody does it. Yeah. So like. I think that. That's why it should be a process. Like you should be allowed to change it because, like, it's just a common practice in society. But the we thing really is, if you it. change it, it still doesn't matter because you know it's still like your birthday's still gonna land during the week if you, either way. But it's clearly something about you around the holidays again, that, probably because listen, you're gathering. That is the curse of being a Capricorn baby. That's a it's it's a curse and it's a blessing. Is is this a universal Capricorn problem? You think? Yeah, I mean, I talked to one of our coworkers. Who her birthday's in December. She's a cap December cab. And she was telling me, she's like, I was sick and I tried to avoid people, but I still got sick. And she's like, It's just it's just our thing. Like we just we just it's a thing we deal with. Wow. Must suck to be you guys. Yeah. Cause it's, it starts like right when the holidays start. Because I think cap mm -hmm. season starts around December twenty second. I think, I think during the holidays, I think I just need to stuff myself with like vitamin C. Andy. Just start wearing like one of those radiation suits. I'm gonna 
I'm gonna be. What's that one movie? The Bubble one. Bubble Boy. Bubble it's Boy. It's literally. Bubble Boy. Yeah. We're going to Jake Gyllenhaal's roots. Yeah. I feel like more people should know about that movie. People should take. Do not a lot of people. I feel. Like I don't think so. Does. I don't think people know that Jake Gyllenhaal started out doing like a comedy. I mean, they gotta start somewhere. Is that what you? So that's what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You're about to put yourself in a bubble. I'll be like a little hamster. You're just gonna see a little wheel moving around. <laughs> and then, and then you guys are gonna hear. Up, oh, Franco got stuck again. Right. He's on the corner. Somebody will get him unstuck. Yeah. I mean, drastic measures are really due at this point. If like. At this point, you, you've, gone, a, you've gone through too much over these last four years. What is that thing that they accuse celebrities of that they drink baby baby blood or something? Yeah, yeah something like to stay to like, stay young, healthy, uh, at and this young point, or whatever. At this point, there's that one. There that one man that drinks his son's blood. Is that not a thing? I feel like that was a thing. There's some guy that yeah okay yeah 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 I heard something like this. I think doesn't isn't it like his stem cells or something like yeah. his son's stem, stem cells? cells. Yeah, he does something. He like puts them into his own body yeah. to like keep himself St- looking keep himself young. Young, yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah, to me, it, it is, sounds like a, a what is that thing, a show called? Black, Black, Black Mirror. There you go. I'll say Black. I Bird, love that you're like saying the like you're trying to reference something, and the thing that you're trying to reference, you're already saying like half of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I forget the name. You're bitch. like, you're like bubble, bubble boy, <laughs> black, yeah. black bubble, mirror, bubble butt. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at this point, I think I might just end up having to start doing that. Yeah. I don't have kids, but if anyone has kids that wants to let me borrow their, uh, what is it, stem cells? I was gonna say sickle cells. Sickle. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. That's. <laughs> oh my god. Not the sickle cell disease. <laughs> I want to get. Oh, I really want to get sick. Wait, wasn't that like? But why? Why was that a currency? Oh, wait, because that's a. It was named after a currency, right? I was like, isn't? I was like, that's a money in Harry Potter, isn't it, or something? Oh yeah, a sickle. A sickle. Yeah. But I'm like, I think the disease was named after the coin or the currency. Or I don't know. It look because it is like a disc shape or so. I don't know. It has something to I do with the know. way it looks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, why would Harry Potter have a money named a sickle? I mean, it's J.K. Rowling. After all the things we've discovered from her, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Twenty twenty four will that be the year that we will see J.K. Rowling into a grave? Do you have any twenty twenty four predictions? I'm gonna make that a prediction. That'd be, that's like going to be a wild card if like JK, you know, just rolls, rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Rolls over dead. Yeah. Mm. No loss there, you know, transphobia and all. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like random, like random predictions, like something you think that's going to happen. Oh, Ben Shapiro. I have a feeling he's going to come out as or there's going to be like a video leak of him. being. The, oh, you think this will be the year that Ben Shapiro gets outed? Yeah, of something super disgusting, kinky. There's that video where he was. Did you see that video where it was going? I think it was a couple months ago where he was watching something like some cat boy 
I don't know. I think he was reacting oh, to some yeah, 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 yeah. cat boy thing. And people were like, I bet he was fighting a boner. Yeah. Yeah. Because like even the, the way his desire. reaction to it. Yeah. yeah. Even like his reaction to it. He's, he like was he, intrigued. he was intrigued. He was odd. Yeah. He was intrigued. He was he was he was peckered. You know. He was mentally gagged, but he was trying to be physically gagged. Yeah. Yeah. She she's like he he said that that cat person starting to look good. <laughs> so you think that this is the year that yeah, it's finally going to happen? I think this is the year. They're calling it the year of truth and I don't know who's I mean, saying that. It's going around. And for some reason this is the year is of this, truth. Is this the, also, is this what the astrological also, girlies are saying also, the people that are yes, reading like also, they do this readings? Is, supposedly this is my year. Apparently Pluto's been in my fucking orbit for I don't know how many years since 2000 four 2007 2008 and it hasn't it hasn't left my orbit and apparently this is the year that it that it or it left in 2020 like the starting the year it left so apparently like this is the year where caps are supposed to be like rising it's gonna be it's not gonna be a great year it's gonna be a a year of us like moving towards greatness okay because they're saying that for caps yeah that apparently we've been going through a lot and I'm like, listen, Li- from 2008 to now, it does make sense. I've been going through too much. I mean, let's name a few things. I mean, my mom being uh, part or being addicted to drugs, kind Your of walking, crazy ex. kind of walking out on on the family. My crazy ass ex, the Gemini, losing uh, losing some friends along the way, and then I mean, I, I mean my. My grandparents getting sick. My grandma's sick. My grandpa had that cancer scare. Then my mom had the cancer thing. So it's been a few rough years. Yeah. And with a long of like. Plus like being like a parent to your sisters. Being a parent to my parent. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. She's been mothering. She's been mothering. (laughs) She's been mother goose for so long. And yeah, just like a lot of things like uh, obviously like jobs and, and crazy shenanigans money issues and all these things and so, it's all because of pluto because that bitch has apparently left. it's all because of pluto i didn't know that this was a thing but apparently it's been a thing and i'm like what i'm like that explains because people like say something and you're like it makes too much sense it makes too much sense i don't know if i believe it but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it it makes yeah. sense so i'm hoping you're that like this is- i'll rent i'll rent i'll rent i'm rent. not buying totally yeah i'll rent mm-hmm mm-hmm so then what? So now that Pluto's gone or this is, is our, leaving, this is this is our time. To so shine. she was holding you back. She was holding me. She back. was she was your ball and chain. Yeah, it was like that little ball. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't much, but it was enough to mm-hmm. weigh you down. It was definitely throwing curveballs at, at at me at a lot of caps. So I don't know if a lot of caps are going through it. Although I will say, my old coworker or my I want to say my friend. I, I don't want to call. I keep calling him my coworker, but my friend buddy. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I should even use the name. But anyways, it's been used. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> it's 2024. It's, it's a year of truth. Year of truth. But my friend, he kind of went through a rough end of the year. Like, he got into a few car accidents towards the end of the year. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Right. But now it makes sense. Pluto was making its last few hits on there. And then, all right, I'm, go- I'm done. Well, hopefully... It is something that actually comes into fruition. 
but like i'm i haven't seen anything yet maybe i haven't been on astrological side of things but like i love when people do like readings on like mm-hmm. the country mm-hmm. or like they were like they actually do like a whole tarot reading mama do you need a reading to know that we're in <laughs> where's chit show right now listen listen i know it's a stressful year and i am waiting for the readings because i know they're listen all the psychics want to come out on a fucking political year mm-hmm. we're gonna see all of the all of these like reading bitches coming out of the mm-hmm. woodwork to like do all of this like they're gonna try to call it i just hope my favorite girly comes out oh the <laughs> yeah the one that's the one the one that's iconically wrong yeah the one that's iconically wrong i want moni vivente to come out and tell me what's gonna happen you want those unhinged yeah readings i want those out of left field Kind she of was the one that said that Selena Gomez was going to be pregnant, right? Yeah, by, by the, the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Selena Gomez is, you know, beautiful babies. Like, I don't know how many years old already. <laughs> like, you just you just want the unhinged readings. Yeah. So, I thought that my little, like, predictions for 2024, I was like, I'm pretty sure George Santos is going to announce a talk show. Of course. I'm like, that's... I I I don't want that to happen. But listen, at this point, he knows what he's he knows what he's doing, and honestly, he knows that people are buying into this like character shtick. Mm-hmm. And this it's not even his character; that's just how he is. But he's also a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But he's being so humanized because people are just seeing it as like entertainment, and he's mm-hmm. funny. And I'm pretty sure like he's gonna capitalize on that, and it's gonna be like, oh, like. I can do my own shit. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that he's going to have a talk show. Mm-hmm. Very a podcast. That. Yeah. He's going to be like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he Talk show. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Fox news yeah. segment, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it out. If I get this, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to check these off as they happen. Um, that was my biggest one. Just one other random one. I was like, Kendall Jenner is going to date a bisexual man just to exploit queer culture. Okay. I mean, I could have sworn she already dated Bad Bunny. But he's not bisexual. Mm. Confirmed, anyway. I guess so. I guess. Anyways. Remember, she she got her tequila launched, and now they broke up. Yeah, they broke up. Which they broke up. Bad Bunny, Kylie, I was going to say Kylie, Kendall, whatever. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he a clown. <laughs> It's so, like just we all just like we all knew we all knew well, <laughs> we knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> we knew it was coming. So, mm. I mean, he's starting off his New Year single. Uh, well, people are making pledges or like those changes for 2024. Honestly, I kind of stopped doing some of those kind of things, or at yes. least taking it as seriously. Like, like when people are like the or New Year's resolutions. I Whatever. was like pledges. I was like, Whatever you know, I, you know what I mean. There oh, again, try- there oh, I go. There I go too. again. There. Using using like <laughs> fancy words when you could have just said one thing. <laughs> Nobody knew. Trying pro- to be different. Yeah. Um, what are we fucking in college taking a pledge for a fucking pledge of allegiance? A frat house. <laughs> I pledge for a sorority. <laughs> I honestly kind of stopped doing some of those like New Year's resolutions because it's just mm-hmm. like. You could, like, honestly just do any change at any time. Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't really, like, want to change, then you're just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you have to, like, wait for it, then it's like, 
it's kind of like when you're always like putting something off it's mm-hmm. like well, you must not really want to like do it and i've done that like i've done that a lot of times mm-hmm. i haven't even followed through on my <laughs> there's been a lot of resolutions i haven't even followed through on but again that's like didn't really like want to you know yeah. so do you have any resolutions or at least like have you stopped doing that as well i just stopped taking them as seriously because i'm just never... like change can happen whenever i mean i used to do new year's resolution but it was always the like the generic ones like i want to travel more <laughs> i want to do this and i want to do that but it wasn't ever like like i'm gonna lose weight or well i think like a, a few times i did that i'm I'm gonna start dieting and like exercising more didn't happen <laughs> same i mean it did start happening it just didn't last very long yeah and it was kind of more spread out i would <laughs> there was times where i would be like that person in the gym that's there packing the gym in January because mm-hmm. I'd be like, Oh, like I'm going to stick to it Let's and then, get it going. And mm-hmm. then eventually just like nosedive. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sure. fall off. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think I really ever did a lot of resolutions like that. I think I was too, I don't know, I guess too like hung up on other things that I was just like, Oh, whatever. I just want to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I find that, that's just kind of like my ongoing mindset is just kind of like just doing things or again, changing things whenever yeah. just to like try to make my own self happier, like whatever that is, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's cool if you do want to do that, but at the same time, it's like you shouldn't delay things that are going to make you happier. You mm-hmm. should just kind of do the changes to make those things happen. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just kind of like, I don't know, like you're just never putting yourself first. I got to put me first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you should just put in that time for yourself and just kind of like make it happen. Yeah. So I I, I was fascinated because I kind of want to like expand my mindset a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of, one, of the, one of the days I was just chilling and I picked up one of your books mm-hmm. and... It was a philosophy book mm-hmm. or something. And I was just like, I'm just going to look at this. I was like, what is it? Was like, I don't know. I was just intrigued. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up and it has like a bunch of quotes in there about mm-hmm. like, what is it? Like logic and wisdom or things like that. And I started getting really fascinated because I was just like, oh, like a lot of this stuff is like very relatable. Some of this is stuff like I have like tried to do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting and I was like, you know what? Like, I think this year, like I would like to be a little bit more like, I don't know, wise or just like expand my yeah. mindset a little bit. Yeah. I was like, that's what I'm going to probably do this yeah. year. Not necessarily like a resolution, but mm-hmm. just like, I mean, I guess it kind of is, but mm-hmm. just like wanting to expand a little bit. So I thought like we could look at this mm-hmm. and like, Honey, just she was gagged. It. Gabe was gagged. She's like, what is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> reading through this. And I was like, yeah, bitch. 19, 18-year-old Franco was reading this. Yeah, this right. Book okay. old. Because when you first started school, you, I think, again, bitches, queers and peers, we, Franco and I have known each other for a very long time. So you were first starting school. I think you told me about some class you're doing. You were like, oh, I'm going to do take a logic class or mm-hmm. something. And I'm like what the fuck is a logic class <laughs> like it was like philosophy but this like the fe- the subject was 
logic yeah and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about bitch and i'm like okay i was like you do your thing and yeah franco's franco loves to so i bought these books back in 2015 i have a post on instagram holy shit i have i bought all three books i bought the art of living which is the one you're talking about i bought philosophy 101 and and then it was like a learning how to read hieroglyphics did not learn yeah i mean so like we were i was looking at this and i was just like i think it'd be cool to kind of like talk about you know as a lot of people are kind of looking to start anew for a new year Mm -hmm. and like i don't know maybe we can just talk about it and then if people want to resonate with it and take with it what they will then hey and if not then you just learn something new you just kind of learn a little new piece of information maybe you hear something that might be good for someone else for in your life to hear mm-hmm. so i have this i'm, I'm gonna start off because my okay. the one that i picked so out. franco franco and i each picked out some that were kind of like interesting to us so, mm-hmm. so stick with your own business keep your attention focused entirely on what is truly your own concern and to be clear that what belongs to others is their business and none of yours. If you do this, you will be impervious to coercion and no one can ever hold you back. You will be truly free and effective for your efforts will be put to good use and won't be foolishly squandered, finding fault with or opposing others. In knowing and attending to what actually concerns you, you cannot be made to do anything against your will. Others can't hurt you. You don't incur enemies or suffer harm. If you aim to live by such principle, remember that it won't be easy. You must give up some things entirely and postpone others for now. You may well have for I'm lost here. Uh, you may well have forgo wealth and power if you want to assure the attainment of happiness and freedom. So bitch, this saying this is saying stay in your lane mind your business and you know don't worry about everybody else just worry about what you're doing and do your thing boo like the fact franco has this page fucking underlined you should like take a picture of this just to oh, show yeah. people like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you, i read through this, this you book. took this shit to heart i did and it, it like it resonated with i don't know how old was i in 2015 23 uh, yeah well, yeah so you know 23 year old franco it resonated with and it's something that you know yeah i mean even before like you've always been a bitch to be into like greek tragedies and Mm -hmm. like greek philosophies so Mm -hmm. like whenever it came to something like that in like drama Mm -hmm. or even in like history class or something like that was something you would always be like a bitch was sat you're like was listening you're like socrates plato all these bitches, like I'm sat. You're like I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Here for them. Aristotle. Yeah, the great thinkers. Just I was. I was here for it. You were intrigued. I was intrigued. Okay, so one of the ones that I have was it's called okay. Events don't hurt us, but our views of them can. Things themselves don't hurt or hinder us, nor do other people. How we view these things is another matter. It is our attitudes and reactions that give us trouble. Therefore, even death is no big deal in and of itself. It is our notion of death, our idea that it is terrible, that terrifies us. There are so many different ways to think about death. Scrutinize your notions about death and everything else. Are they really true? Are they doing you any good? 
Don't dread death or pain. Dread the fear of death or pain. We cannot choose our external circumstances, but we can always choose how we respond to them. And that exactly is fascinating to me because that, I think it was just crazy to see that some form of like my own logic was kind of in there Mm -hmm. because like death is sad. Like I have had, like I've lost people. Like I've, I've lost my sister. I lost my grandma Mm -hmm. and like, it is sad. And I've, I've, you know, gone to with other family members, like my mom has lost people or like friends who have lost people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is, it is sad and it can be painful, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, well, it is a sad situation, but like it is possible to kind of like manage it and being able to kind of like cope and, like i don't know like i've always kind of seen death as not it is sad but it's also like not as big of a deal as it kind of is because like it's just happens it's part of life i mean while yes we 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 have our loved ones and our friends like we just i just kind of know that at some point people go Mm -hmm. i mean and some people obviously go sooner than others because of other external reasons but I mean, again, it's like that's also ways that people go. People don't always go when we think they're going to go, you know, mm-hmm. like, bitch, I could go tomorrow. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah another thing that it, it said about how we react to how others. Right. Or like in the beginning. It is our attitudes and reactions that give us trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that re- resonates with me is that how we react to how other people perceive us is or how what people say about us is literally what we give them power right yeah so if someone like for example with us like growing up as being called gay or faggot or whatever present you know (laughs) and in in elementary school and middle school like it was a big deal to me i was like oh my god no 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 yeah like the more i owned owned the term and i felt proud of it and like yes that's what i am like your point that's like me saying like oh you have brown hair okay tell me something i don't know bitch it's like you know like the power you give to someone's words in this instance it's like the power you give to an event Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and like it's it's something that like and there's something else in there in in not in that not in that particular quote but there's another quote in there about something about realities about how like you need to be realistic, right? How we're all mortal. And for you to expect our loved ones to live forever is kind of unrealistic because it's like, we're not immortal. We're all mortal. We're all we're fragile. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when you think about it, we're fucking, fra- we're fragile as fuck. We're all eventually going to die. Right. And it's like for you to expect otherwise is kind of unrealistic. So for me, I, I, I always feared death more so for myself. N- not anymore, but when I was a kid or when growing up, even as a young adult, I was scared. I, I think that's something death. people don't talk about enough is like when you're, I think most kids have this kind of like one day's like realization, like I could fucking die mm-hmm. or like other people in my life could just fucking die. Yeah. Like it kind of hits you like a truck that you just all of a sudden understand that like death is a concept mm-hmm. and it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, 
what am I going to do when my mom dies? How am I going to, how am I going to be by myself? You know? And, and then you're like, what happens after I die? Wait, do we come back? And if we come back, does that mean I'm going to forget everybody? Mm -hmm. I had that like existential crisis Mm -hmm. breakdown. Like I was sobbing. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, that's why my first tattoo literally was a Peter Pan. Uh, I reworded it uh, because I think in the movie he says something somewhere along the lines of like to, to die would be an awfully big adventure or to live would be an awfully big adventure, something Uh like that. And I switched it around to basically um, for me, I think it was like to die would be an awfully big adventure. Yeah. I think Um, he does say that. Is that what he says? Yeah. I think he does say, okay. Because he's like, I think he was like on the verge of, on the verge of dying or something like that. Yeah. 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 So I I took that and I was like, that, that makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. Because when I was younger, like I used to be scared of like dying and I was like, what happens? And what, and I'm like, well, essentially it's just another big adventure. It's another big thing that you just go through, whether it becomes something, whether you like see the thing or whether it just all goes blank, like that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, I don't know. I think there was just a time where I don't even know how I kind of just came to it. I just kind of arrived to like, well, death is just a thing and it just happens so like i do understand people when they mourn and you Mm -hmm. know they have that moment because yeah like it's it's sudden and it just kind of happens but like i think when it's just affects you to the point where it's just so unshakable for you Mm -hmm. and i think that's where it can be like difficult or that's where i don't have like that kind of Mm -hmm. you know sentiment because it's like it's just kind of part of the life cycle yeah and you can't really fight that and it's like not something in your control and like you shouldn't uh, like waste energy to try to fight something that's not in your control mm-hmm. you know yeah all right mr franco i think you've got another one here this is fascinating i love it i think the next one is yours so you can take this one okay oh here we go i was like wait this is on the wrong side <laughs> accept events as they occur don't demand or expect this ties into it don't demand or expect that events happen as you would wish them to accept events as they actually happen that way peace is possible Mm -hmm. (sighs) i mean how many times have any of us myself included i have spent a lot of time where you kind of just you ponder on the what ifs Mm -hmm. like what you could have done to possibly change a certain situation mm-hmm. and like kind of having dread over that. I did that a lot with like my sister. I kind of had like a lot of times where I would just kind of think about like what I could have done more of, mm-hmm. what I could have done differently. And, you know, all that really did was just kind of just make me go into like a hole of like, like this like rabbit hole of like dread and just constantly like, questioning more and more things because it just opens up more questions about like what you could have done because then you go into like these micro changes of each little decision of what you could have done more of mm-hmm. and it's not it's like not good yeah. it's it's like it's not good to think about mentally like yeah. it doesn't do you anything if there's an if there's an event and like again you can't really change it that it's already happened like the outcomes already presented itself mm-hmm. then you just got to roll with the punches yeah yeah, and I think during that time, I think I, I told you to not focus on what you could have done because 
it yeah. was it was out of your control at this point and and that's the thing like i think that's why that that quote makes sense because you know with when things happen sometimes we try to set set it up where like you plan it to and it, it doesn't have to be necessarily with death but like just think things in general let's say you're saving up for a car and like you're really looking forward to it and then something happens that you need to use that money and you're like damn i was so close to getting my car but it's like don't get focused on something that happened you know yeah it, it it's already happened and i think that just embracing that moment and then just continuing to move on and accepting it as an event and nothing else yeah like bad things are going to happen to you every single time like it's just it's just a given it's just a part of life think bad shit happens i think the hard thing about like this kind of like concept for me the hard part about some of these concepts is like applying it to more situations or like applying it across the board to all situations because Mm -hmm. i (laughs) i didn't necessarily have that kind of you know accepting things as they happen kind of Mm -hmm. mindset when i got into that car accident a couple months ago Mm -hmm. when i got Mm rear-ended i was in shambles i honestly had like a major like depressive episode because like i was in the midst of like you know i relied on my car for work and getting to work and i had two jobs so i was just like in the shithole with like trying to get to work and making enough money and so i didn't really have that kind of mindset Mm -hmm. for that so i think like it can be difficult in like trying to do these things Mm -hmm. and just applying them like across the board yeah (laughs) so that's why i'm like you know this year like i really wanted to like have more of like a bigger mindset. And honestly, I think what helps is just reminding yourself every morning or every day, just like, you know, I had, I have limited control onto what I, what I can do. Right. Like knowing what you can and cannot control. Yeah. And like, this is what I can control. And this is what I can't control throughout my day. When shit hits the fan, just know, was that something I could have controlled? Or was that something that just was, was out of my control i'm just gonna start going outside in the mornings and just be like talk to the universe directly be like all right mother what do we have planned today what do you what do you right what are you putting in motion right what's in motion <laughs> like what what's what you got for me sis right do like, i want to adult today or do i not want to <laughs> like give me give me a sign that i should step outside today and you know like do you want me outside am i am i needed in the grand scheme of right. things today exactly <laughs> Because it's like, you know, like, it's crazy that even like us ourselves, like we impact it somehow even indirectly, like impact other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because for all you know, because for all you know, you're the person that cut off a person and ends up getting, they get, they avoid it. They avoid avoid an accident. Right. And they're upset that you cut them off, but bitch, you probably saved their life. But yeah, if they would have got somewhere 10 seconds sooner. Mama, the 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 video with the airplane that lost a fucking piece of itself <laughs> oh yeah those people <laughs> those people they they were on this they, is on a, a recent on an alaska flight yeah the, there was a window or like a whole a, door a whole, not like even it was a, like a side a panel or like a, a side panel, panel. of a like panel. a row where mm-hmm. somebody was sitting on a window seat that whole thing just came off came off yeah but the people that were meant to sit there they missed their flight and I'm like, listen, they had a literal final destination moment, honestly. And if you think about it, they were probably talking shit the whole ride to the car 
or the whole way there, like, oh, we're Angry fucking late. Fuck. Oh my we fucking god, fucking we flight. missed our, we're gonna miss our flight. And then when they missed their flight, they're probably like, damn, we missed the fucking flight. Not how the fuck. And then when they saw it, they're probably like, oh, you know what? I'm glad we missed our <laughs> flight. Exactly. And this is they're why. Like this out. is why. This is why you take events as they come, and you don't bra- you don't get upset about them. You don't know what you missed. Exactly. Bitch, there's those people who I think there was like I heard this story. I don't know if it's true. Like somebody like somebody avoided going to work on the twin at the Twin Towers or at the Trade Center yeah. because they went to go buy Mariah Carey's CD. Listen. And they were late. For being a lamb, you survived. <laughs> like you hear about those instances. I've heard other celebrities too about like They've had business that day at the Trade Center on mm-hmm. 9-11 and like they missed it because they were late or they missed their flight or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. So, yeah, just got to yeah. take take things as they are. And that's why I don't for me, it's like don't like, yes, it's kind of hard to like not be upset in the moment when it happens, but also don't get don't so dwell. Up. Yeah, don't dwell on it because, again, you don't know what you missed or what you got saved from. Right. Because for all you know, you're like, oh, like I missed my opportunity for this. But yeah, but what if that opportunity led you to death? What if this opportunity led you to a, a bad a move? You know, what if you, you thought like you missed your job opportunity and guess what? That job was probably going to be shitty. You know, you just never know. Yeah. Okay, my next one. Here it comes. More wisdom from Franco. <laughs> Make full use of what happens to you. Why is it that we picked event things for ourselves? This is a little a little too crazy. I think this is very trauma-filled. I think you and I have gone through. We've had too many experiences. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every difficulty in life presents us with an opportunity to turn inward and invoke our own submerged inner resources. The trials we endure can and should introduce us to our strengths. Prudent people look beyond the incident itself and seek to form the habit of putting it to good use. On the occasion of an accidental event, don't just react in a haphazard fashion. Remember to turn inward and ask what resources you have for dealing with it. Dig deeply. You possess strengths you might not realize you have. Find the right one and use it. If you encounter an attractive person, then self-restraint is the resource needed if pain or weakness, then stamina. If verbal abuse, then patience. As time goes by and you build on the habit of matching the appropriate inner resource to each incident, you will not tend to get carried away by life's appearances. You will stop feeling overwhelmed so much of the time. So this is telling you, bitch, find your inner strength. Find what, what strength you have within you to deal with that, right? So, I mean... It's telling you, like, if you're going through a weak moment and you're going through through pain, what do you have to do? Just wait it out, bitch. Write it out. What do you do when the dick's too big? You just write it out. <laughs> you take it slowly, right? Until take you're your all time. settled. Until you're good. Yeah, you wait for your hole to stretch. You know, you wait for that little pop to happen. <laughs> the pop. The <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then you write. When you let that final gasp. Yeah. <gasps> yeah exactly wait for that final gasp and then ride it out that's that's all you do you know so you need the opposite of an inner saboteur you need like you need that like that inner 
that inner strength that yeah. that self-love that yeah, you, perseverance that's there's that there's that Trixie quote from i think it's from if god can lead you to to it he can lead you through it <laughs> and i'm thinking also of like god gives his best warriors the tougher battles or whatever bullshit uh, they god say god gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors whatever or something like that yeah yeah I mean, if you want to think about it that way, think sure. about it that way, you know. But that's the thing. A lot of the things you endure in life, you can get through. It's just how you, like they said, what resources you use. How do you react to it, you know? I think it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you could have friends and family or whatever. But it doesn't really matter because it's still you dealing with the situation. Like, you know, like everybody else could have moved on and they're good with it and they're done. And like, they can give you all the advice and the condolences or like comfort, all -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. But if you're still not in the right mindset Mm -hmm. and like having these issues with a situation or with yourself, then that's like, none of that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. It's at the end, it's like, it has to be you that kind of pulls your own self out and, you know, because no one else, you can't, you can't do that for somebody else. Right. You know, and then even then other people like that's not something that a lot of people want to put their energy into doing because that's very it's very draining and that's very mm-hmm. exhausting to do i mean you know we i'm sure people have done it you've done it for somebody else in your life and it's you pour your heart out and and mental strength to try to pull somebody out but it's like you can only do so much for them and they have to want it for themselves yeah so self love people let's love ourselves let's pull ourselves up Pick pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. Mm. So boomer advice. Boomer advice. <laughs> the only one that you really but like pick up your by yourself pick yourself up by your bootstraps. But like Yeah. But like, you know. Do it to yourself lovingly and kindly and do it. Alright. So the next one that I have is oh my I was like, oh my god, did I pick another event one? <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. So this one is called Avoid adopting other people's negative views. Mm. Other people's views and troubles can be contagious. Don't sabotage yourself by unwittingly adopting negative, unproductive attitudes through your associations with others. If you encounter a downhearted friend, a grieving parent, or a colleague who has suffered a sudden reversal of fortune, be careful not to be overcome yourself by the apparent misfortune Remember to discriminate between events themselves and your interpretations of them. Remind yourself, what hurts this person is not the occurrence itself, for another person might not feel oppressed by the situation at all. What is hurting this person is the response he or she has uncritically adopted. It is not a demonstration of kindness or friendship to the people we care about to join them in indulging in wrong-headed negative feelings. We do a better service to ourselves and others by remaining detached and avoiding melodramatic reactions. Still, if you find yourself in conversation with someone who is depressed, hurt, or frustrated, show them kindness and give them a sympathetic ear. Just don't allow yourself to be pulled down to. And that is exactly why I don't get along with my mother. Because we have this like trauma cycle of like my mom just like ganging up on people and like with my siblings, it's kind of like, there's always like one person that is like 
she's upset at. And then she will like kind of go and tell everybody this negative view, this negative outlook on this person and just kind of put that into everybody's ears, you know, Mm -hmm. and they take that. And I'm not necessarily somebody who has been like that. Like she's come to me about like my siblings and stuff and my grandparents and everybody. And I like never held anything that she said negatively about anybody to my own opinion about them. Mm -hmm. I always, if anything, I always was like a counter act to her because like Mm -hmm. I kind of put it from another perspective and try to like you know get her to be like understanding or like sympathetic or you know something like that and Mm -hmm. I am just like not somebody who takes her opinion Mm -hmm. and forms it as my own you know and that's kind of like where I had a lot of troubles with my own family yeah in doing that and I just no longer participated in that yeah so then I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just like not going to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And so that yeah. was that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I I recently saw something that said like you, you have different like personalities to different people, right? Yeah. So like to some people, you're the villain. To some people, you're the hero. To some people, you're the vigilante, right? And how people view you is not entirely up to you. Like their opinion of you is going to be based on whatever their criteria is, right? Yeah. So that Sometimes it's not even based on like what you're doing, it's just based on what they hear from other people. Right. So like again, how your mom like came with you came to you with like negative stuff about like let's say your grandparents, right? It's like to you they're not villains because they're your grandparents. You love your grandparents. Yeah. And that applies to anyone, right? That applies to whether they came to to that applies whether your mom came to you with like negative stuff about maybe your aunt or your uncle or your dad or your siblings. And it's like, it doesn't matter, you know, or at least it shouldn't matter. Yeah. And that's how I am too. Like someone comes to me about someone that I know or that I might not even know. I, I listen to what they have to say and I kind of like give them advice based on what they are telling me, but I'm also not forming an opinion about that other person based on what that person's telling me. Yeah. Because I don't know them. Or at least if I don't know them, I have no reasons to hate the person. I have no reasons to be upset at the person. And even if I do know them, if I do know them, then that that even that even allows me to even build a bigger opinion about the person because like, well, I don't know them to be that way. Yeah. It's kinda like even when you have like a new coworker, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like let's say somebody else met the new person before you and they might form an opinion on them mm-hmm. and like tell you about it, but you haven't met that person yet. But mm-hmm. they might be like, Oh, they're kinda standoffish, they're kind of a bitch, like whatever. And then you go and you talk to them and they're like maybe they're like really smiley and they're really like friendly mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. like well, what if I would have took that person's opinion into account and then I would have just like avoided this person and I just thought they're a that bitch. Been me. Yeah. <laughs> You're the you're the bitch in question. I'm the bitch in question. I'm the said bitch. Uh, Yeah, I mean, again, it other people's negative views of others that shouldn't really affect you. Like, if they're venting to you about something they did to them, like listen to them and give them advice as to like how to move forward. Like, for me, it's like, well, what did you do? You know, because like someone's not always terrible for no reason. Someone doesn't react a certain way for no reason. 
And I firmly believe that. Like someone just You're like there's there's some truths missing. There's there's some truths there's some, missing. There's half stories being half told. Half stories being told. What did you do to get that reaction, right? I mean, now now even more with the at the field that I that we're in, it's like no behavior has no antecedent, right? Yeah. Every behavior has an antecedent. There's something that happened before that required that behavior. So now I'm just like, well, what did you do? How did you say it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean. That's why when people would be like, oh, nothing happened. No. No. Something. Something happened. Something happened. And the fact that you're telling me that nothing happened tells me you did something <laughs> that you don't want to tell me. Because if it was no big deal, you'd be like, oh, well, I said this. No. But no. the fact that you're saying, oh, I didn't do nothing. No. Bull. I'm calling bullshit, ma'am. <laughs> you do stuff you know and it's like it is what it is but yeah negative opinions or negative views or even someone who like is always negative like yeah. don't be around them for too long that's why do, it says like lend a sympathetic ear but don't like don't don't let yourself be pulled yeah yeah because there there are those people because that's that that is heavy you know, there, that's, that's, that's and literally there are, an anchor. There are those people that will literally like be super negative all the time. Yeah. And you just have to know, you have to know when to pull out mm-hmm. like when it's too much. All right, Franco, I think you've got our last My, one. Our last one. Are we feeling wise, queers and peers? Are we, are we. Did any of this resonate with you guys? I'm pretty sure the pop probably resonated with a lot of us. <laughs> there, Gay I, philosophy. I, I said, and they're like, oh, I've heard that noise before. <laughs> <laughs> that means that means the head's all the way in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Notice how we're doing philosophy. We're doing old wise thinkers. Meanwhile, I'm still finding a way to throw stupid still, shit. In still here. making it gay. Uh, still making it whorish. That's me though. <laughs> no one can hurt you. People don't have the power to hurt you. Even if someone shouts abuse at you or strikes you, if you are insulted, it is always your choice to view what is happening as insulting or not. If someone irritates you, it is only your own response that is irritating you. Therefore, when anyone seems to be provoking you, remember that it is only your judgment of the incident that provokes you. Don't let your emotions get ignited by mere appearances. Try not to merely react in the moment pull back from the situation, take a wider view, and compose yourself. Now, bitch. Now, bitch. Spill it. Listen. As a bitch, that's a bitch. And composes himself a lot of the times. This makes a lot of sense. Right? So, like, the amount of times I could read someone down and choose, today's not the day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn the other cheek and move on but this this is completely correct it kind of goes back to what i said the value that you put on people's words are that and i think i think it was sama hayek that said this too that something about like what people call you or what people what words they throw at you have no value if you don't let it stick to you yeah if you let it fall to the floor it means nothing water off a duck's back water off a duck's back what someone says negative, negatively to you should not affect you if you don't let it affect you. 
and that then it's going to change things about you right that like you weren't you know that like probably didn't even need to be changed but you're like letting those words and things like play in your head Mm -hmm. and you're like oh well it's like sometimes you don't even consciously aware of like you're letting that affect your decisions or how you you know look at something or Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's like holding that power it's holding that yeah and and also people's actions have power over your reactions so don't kind of like what you mentioned earlier about the faggot thing it's like when people call you faggot it's like like at first like i would get really upset yeah like in my in my youngin days i would get so upset but then like over time i'm just like you know what I was like, yes. I was like, you know what I am. I'm like, be like, bitch, you noticed that before me. <laughs> you knew shit before I did. You smart little bitch. I'd be like, yes, she is a cigarette. Yes. So it's like, yeah, like it's it stops having its effect once you kind of just one day turn around and realize, like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna like not be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just choose to not be, you know, upset by that. Like, you could be like ignited to like put like if it's like a homophobe like i will put them in a place but like i'm not coming from a place of like being upset like i'm coming from a place i'll probably come from a place of like trying to educate you because you're like mm-hmm. fucking stupid mm-hmm. but like it's i'm not going to be like angry or upset yeah it's and that's, like you and that's just need too, to be educated it's telling you to not necessarily telling you not to react it's just how you're going to react right right so uh, it's telling you compose yourself like step back think about it do you want to how do you want to approach it and do you want your reaction what what do you want your reaction to be right do you want to be the hurt little bitch or do you want to be the big bitch or the bad bitch that comes then that's what those like usually like especially like when it's like insult and things like that like that's what they want they want you to be hurt they want want you to to come from a place of being hurt exactly versus like if you come from the flip side and you're coming from a place of like pride and composure and you're like they're like oh i'm not like they, they're not holding they're the not power that phased, they think they have right and that's the thing that's all that's all that it really is in life is what people the power people think they have over you right if you allow them to have that power then they're going to continue to have that power but if you don't allow them to have that's when they try to do their usual gimmicks and tricks and their stuff jedi mind tricks mm-hmm, and they then they start like see that they don't work like they're gonna have that like and you're going to notice it in their face. I'm telling you because it's happened. I've seen it happen before where bitches wanted me to react a certain way and I didn't. And they're like, like, then they don't know what to do. Right. They're like, well, what do we do? Like we threw our biggest, they just arsenal. Walk away. we throw, we <laughs> just threw our biggest weapon and it like did not phase the person, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Like people's words, people's actions and how you react to them. is completely up to you. And let how whether you let it affect you or whether you let it just uh, literally slide off of you. That's why I fucking that is up like to you. I when I go out, like I'll wear my like fucking gay shit, like <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I'll wear like all kinds of stuff, and it's like you know, I just don't want people's words. Like if they do, then nobody said shit. Like nobody ever has, as far as like recently out here, mm-hmm. it has happened in the past. But like, I just like if they do say something, like it's not gonna phase me anyway so it's just like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna avoid doing something that i want to do because like even out on the chance that somebody does do say something insulting or has some words to say it's like well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just let it affect me it's like mm-hmm. what's the point 
Mm-hmm. It like it's just it's just a waste of energy, honestly. You gotta treat people like they're Freddy. Kruger? Yeah. You know how she was like, I'm not scared of you. You have no power over me. That's oh, literally she's like, I, I give back the energy, all the energy I gave you. I gave you. All the energy you give to people, you got to take that away from people. Yeah, taking it back. You gotta reclaim. Take back, reclaim your energy. In 2024, reclaim your energy. All the energy you've given to people that don't deserve it, take it back. Right. Especially this year. Because, listen, it's going to be a crazy year. There's going to probably be a lot of folks with a lot of things to say Mm -hmm. and just don't let it like, don't let that power happen. Don't let it slip. Don't let there be a power transfer. Mm -hmm. Hold Mm -hmm. on to that. To all our younger listeners, take what you will, what you want from all of these bits of logic of logic. I mean, they're old, but they, they apply to everyday life and you know, that's why they're great. Because it applied to it apply it applied to me years ago and it applies to me still currently. <laughs> now the only difference is now I know them and now I apply them to my everyday and I think that's why I think that's why sometimes people are shocked of how composed I am. But I think that's the reason why. Like shit happens to me. I'm just like, this is fine. As as we wrap this up, I'm gonna have like a philosophy quote here. Okay. And I'm gonna see if you know where it's from. Okay. It's a very wise philosophy quote. Okay. Okay. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Oh, bitch. I know this. (laughs) Cinderella story, bitch. (laughs) That was Sam's dad to Sam, (laughs) bitch. I thought, I thought, I was like, I was like, it's been a, it's been a little while since he's seen the movie. I was like, I've seen it too many times. (laughs) It's been a while, but it's been, I've watched it more than I'd like to admit. Or how about this one? Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Wise man, Dumbledore. You know, I actually have, I'm going to share like one favorite quote of mine. Okay. And honestly, you know what? But you know what? Cartoons did radicalize me as a kid. <laughs> like <laughs> with their progressive values because this quote and i still remember it word to word i don't even have it like fully written down if you like like right here i had started it's the pokemon quote from meowth from the movie uh where they're the pokemon the movie the first movie Uh and meowth talks about when he's fighting his clone or they don't want to fight they're like you're right we do have a lot in common the same earth the same air the same sky maybe if we started looking at what's the same instead of always looking at what's different well, who knows? Facts. Facts. And that is honestly like held on to that like resonated so much with me. Mm-hmm. And I honestly carried that in through like my whole life because like that's honestly I, I formed very early opinion about like the whole like, you know, other people have religions, whatever. That's fine. Like you guys do your thing. Homophobia racism like all of it it's like bitch we're all people we're all here we're all living like can we just make life a little easier for ourselves let's make that happen but kind of like it says i'm gonna give you another one from pokemon too that also resonated did it radicalize you too it radicalized me (laughs) so this actually came from the villain of course it did it came from you too okay he says I see now that 
The circumstances of one's birth is irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Wise man, Mewtwo. Wise. Pokemon, the first movie, had no business being so philosophical for the <laughs> for the target audience. But you know what? Clearly, they did their job. I They had an impact because I know that I'm not the only one. I, I always see that quoted on like, even back when like Tumblr, you know, mm-hmm. that is like a um, something like a quote that has kind of like popularly circulated the internet and still like even to this day i still see like people quote that like putting it up on posts and stuff Mm -hmm. and um, i think it honestly like resonated with a generation of kids i mean i clearly carry that with me you have have some quotes you know from there too that you took with you so Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes like we're kind of like taught lessons and like these little like philosophies or like logics and outlooks on life and we don't even know it Mm -hmm. you know Mm-hmm. Or, like, it resonates with us and we don't really realize how much of, like, we hold it to our own principles, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was interesting. Yeah. Listen, I read this book back, you know, 2015. <laughs> Enjoyed it. I loved it. After today, will you be picking her up again? Really? You know what? I haven't picked her up in a minute. I mean, I could pick her up and, uh, you know, read her here and there. But for me, like, a lot of the things that I read on there kind of just stuck. And I I apply them to my everyday life and I let them be. And, you know, it's, whatever resonated with me stuck and whatever didn't, didn't. Yeah. Maybe I should read it um again now. Maybe something else will resonate now that I'm older, older, much older, much, much, much older, uh, much, much wiser <laughs> and have been through a lot of uh, other different things. Yeah. So, like, this was very fun. Like, I, I, I like looking at all of this. Like I said, I fucking picked your fucking book up and just decided to read a fucking book for once. (laughs) (laughs) I was intrigued and you know what? I learned a little something. So she was was gagged. Yeah. So I was a little I I got a little educated. So it was yeah, it was fun. I like reading this and, you know, I look forward to hearing or reading some more of that. I'm actually going to pick maybe pick it up a little bit more and look a little into that yeah you should so look into it queers and peers take all this information what you will you know take whatever resonates if none of it resonated with you give it as advice to somebody else or mm-hmm. show them this episode maybe they need to hear it because you know if you things... know that a bitch is going through it and you're just like listen i don't even know what to tell you here let these faggots tell you what to right, do. right right like if you know somebody who maybe wanted to make those you know needs to hear this in 2024 this is yeah. the episode to play for that. You know, I think I think that something that you m- mentioned earlier about New Year's resolutions, I don't think resolutions should be materialistic. I think they should be philosophical. Yeah. I think that makes more sense. Like and inward, outward. Because right, if you work make inward the- to make the outside shine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that everyone should work on themselves inside and then let the rest flow. Exactly. Like worry about the money and all the other stuff that comes later, you know, because like if you're good with yourself, everything will just kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're in your best space possible, then you're going to have like the most things will just happen. They'll just happen as they do. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to like make the effort. It'll just it'll just go. Yeah. So queers and peers, if you have a favorite piece of like philosophy or logic or a quote, movie quote. I mean, even that bitch, we quoted Pokemon. So, like, 
tell us anything from that. If you have something that like really resonated with you, stuck with you, share that with us. I would, I would totally love to hear that. I'm down for all that. Or there might be something I even forgot and I'll be like, Oh yeah, bitch. Like I used to love that. Mm -hmm. So share it with us. Yeah. You can always follow us and share that with us on social media. So you can follow us on Instagram at closet takes podcast on threads at closet takes podcast as well on Twitter slash X at closet takes pod. And so if you want to reach out to us and share some of those quotes with us, be happy to hear Hit that us up on those socials. And also if you're listening now in the beginning of the year, be nice to us and give us a five star rating Share us on all your socials. Let people know about us. Put us in your grinder bio. Yeah. For like Closet Takes podcast. Giving philosophy. <laughs> Put but the keep, link in your grinder bio. Grinder bio, Tinder bio. Put it in all of that. Yeah. So 2024, you guys can help us and grow the podcast by sharing it with your friends, family, neighbors, other queers and peers in your lives, associates, acquaintances, all of that. All of that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you all on the next one, Queers and Peers. All right, guys. Goodbye. Ciao.